Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Albert Einstein once reportedly said, Two things are infinite, the universe and human stupidity, and I'm not sure about the universe. He's got a point. Human beings are prone to real foolishness. I wonder if you've heard about the Darwin Awards. They are satirical awards given to people who die in foolish ways. By dying, they remove themselves from the human evolution gene pool, hence the name the Darwin Awards. So they claim. A standout winner to me was someone who was looking into a dark fuel tank. But because it was so dark, he couldn't see anything in this fuel tank. So what did he do? He lit a match. Now that is pretty foolish. But when it comes to what the Bible says about foolishness, we need to take note that in the Bible, foolishness isn't the opposite of intellect. Foolishness is the opposite of wisdom. That is really important. It means the cleverest person in the world, in London, even the cleverest person in Clapham, can be the most foolish. And the most simple person can be the wisest, which is good news for me. So how can we be wise, not foolish? That is what Jesus tells us in these verses. You'll remember from verse one that Jesus is teaching his followers and a massive crowd is there. He's teaching them about their eternal futures, which is why verse 13, our verse uh, that starts our passage today, feels like it kind of comes out of the blue. A man asked Jesus to sort out his domestic squabble with his brother, to which Jesus responds in verse 14, man, who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you? In other words, mate, you have misunderstood why I have come. I haven't come concerning your earthly domestic home. I have ultimately come concerning your eternal heavenly home. And so Jesus sees right through this man, just as he did with the hypocritical Pharisees. He sees greed in this man's heart. In other words, this man is more concerned with what he can have in this life. And using a parable, Jesus describes it as foolishness in verse 20. And we might be thinking, yes, (laughs) this man is silly for being so short-sighted. But the twist comes in verse 15. Who does Jesus warn about greed? It's not primarily the foolish man. Verse 15 says he's speaking to the others there, his followers. Now that means Jesus is warning you and me today, this morning, that the foolishness of this man might be ours too. Greed is dangerous. Later in the New Testament, we're told the greedy will not enter into heaven. No wonder Jesus says, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Greed stops us considering our future eternal state and makes us fixated on what we can have in our lives now. Greed distorts what we value. 
Greed swaps the creator for the created. Instead of valuing God above anything else, we value the very things he has made. This man wanted comfort from money. Can I say this? He could very well have come from Leafy Clapham. Jesus says, be on your guard. How do we do that? Well, the greatest defence we have is to be reminded of how much we have been given. Later in the gospel, we see that Jesus gives up everything for the sake of you and me. Jesus has bought us at the greatest cost imaginable. He did that as he died on the cross. Jesus died the death we should have died to give us the life we never deserved. A life with his spirit now, but an eternal life in paradise to come. Greed ignores that reality. Wisdom? Well, wisdom lives by it.